This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. We built it from the ground floor. Pound for pound as we found a crowdsource. Now you hear a loud roar and a downpour of A.O. from the south. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you go. Subscribe and leave a comment. Be a friend of the show. Seize Mike, Steve, Bill, Zane, K, Chromosome. Want a Chrome Bill shirt? Pay Palace the dough. The intro and the interlude's new. There's something huge in the interview. Who are you? Who are you? True. We'll see through like an x-ray. I pass it to C's with a fabricated segue. So press play and let us send the energy. Throughout the potosphere to all our friends and enemies. Eventually we gotta let it go viral Be sure to stay tuned for the episode title This is that time where I make a quick joke And write a quick note So it ends up on a clip show Yo, this shit's dope ah, Making each app better than the last show Either way I'm staring at Steve's cat's show If this is a road trip, let me hold you down Make that trip from NYC to Chrome Bill South It's Chrome Bill Shaw It's Chrome Bill Shaw It's Chrome Bill Shaw it's Chrome Bill Show. It's Chrome Bill Show. It's Chrome Bill Show. It's Chrome Bill Show. You must want to want to be in the in the in the in the book of what records is the dumbest motherfucker, 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 motherfucker alive. That was a classic. That was classic. Uh, that's the hip hop roster, right? Steve, did you get a video of me freestyling? By the way, I don't like that reaction. I don't think I did. Hold on, hold on. You know what? Let me not rule it out. Maybe it was slap. I know somebody did. Hold on. I was so hungover on Sunday. Well, I also learned this thing about having kids that day that you guys probably already understand. I'm not telling you anything new. Wait, hold on. Slip. I'm like, get on stage and say, hold this, point at my dick like, George Costanza. <laughs> oh, point number what? You can even blink. You can't think this. Yo, I'm about to sink in. You got it on the camera. And so I added up, Chuck never met his fuck. Right. Just chilling at the CBD Lucy. Right. Oh, hold on. Morgan's CBD. Calling. We don't need to hear the whole thing. You can send it to me. Well, no, if it's ready for the air yet. Hey, I think Frax here. Okay, thanks. Oh, was that Morgan's first pot appearance? Nice. Wow. You remember on <laughs> Howard hey, Stern when they when they'd be like, "Oh, so and so is out front. Should I go get him?" I, we're we're getting big time with that shit now. Things have changed, man. Yo, I think we got, we think we got Barack in the house. What's going in on in the man? house? Yo, if I see a wedding ring and a nice watch, my guess <laughs> is it's Barack. <laughs> Good to see you. Look at this fancy setup. This is where the the, the magic gets made. Mm-hmm. That. Oh, look at that. How are you? Wait, have you not been down there before? I haven't been down here during the, this uh, special, you know, when the magic's happening. How how big is my head on the screen right now? Are we talking 36 or 48 inches wide? I saw that screen when I was down there over the weekend. I was like, dude, how big is my head in this room? I mean, it's 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 up there. It's got a good 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 girth. It's got good girth. You know, it's funny because you're such like a low key, humble dude, and the irony of you having a big head. You know, like you're not a big headed personality kind of person. (laughs) Me or Chuck? Well, Chuck. Well, neither of you. (laughs) (laughs) You I came in on fire. I don't know what's going on here. Good 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 to see you, y'all. Yeah, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. What are you drinking right there, by the way? Uh, some basil. 
Something you brought down for for uh, for for Steve's birthday. Yeah. Was it something I brought down? Yeah, yeah. Did you not get? Oh no, you brought the tequila. Oh. I brought the tequila. Whiskey. I'm I'm drinking whiskey. Most of it. I feel like I'm taking can the fancy me? chair. Can you hear me? Can you the hear captain's me, chair. I don't want to be in the captain's chair. All right, yeah, get out of the captain's <laughs> chair. <laughs> Whatever Varrock is drinking, it's brown and it looks delicious. Oh, brown man. and delicious. Brown and delicious. We got a couple early episode titles. Brown and delicious? Brown and delicious. And then uh, put a sleeper on my life. Right, you good there. <laughs> put a sleeper on my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of, good man. Speaking of veterans, we were just talking about, you know, a rookie, a, a young rook just coming into the league, trying to find my way as a as a parent. I look towards veterans like you and Steve. You know, you've, you've been in this game for a long time. I don't know if that's a good look or not. But yeah, <laughs> your yeah. children are good. Your children aren't in prison yet, right? Well, that's why I'm a little running a little bit behind today. Got to put them to bed. Put the kids to bed. Okay. In prison. Yeah. Lock them up, wrap them up. <laughs> How'd that like, go? Here, here, eat, eat these gummy bears. <laughs> it's bedtime. <laughs> Daddy, they take. No, I don't. Uh, no, I'll be. I'll be. I'm a lightweight. No. Yeah, be careful with that. I think. Uh, yeah, I had my share of, uh, um, you know, intoxications. <laughs> today or just in, in no, your life? Today, in, in my life. <laughs> when's the last time you flavor tripped so, so uh what day is today no um talking about that the first time i met y'all i don't know if you remember um it was after starscape you remember starscape yeah um so i think uh, it was, it was a chuck or jason somebody jumped in the pool so it was a uh a rave basically back in what oh 2099 no maybe oh one when you, when I think you jumped into the pool at University Park back in U, UMD days, somebody jumped now in you, the pool. Are you talking about it was Jeff? Yeah, that had like a bunch of people playing outside of his dorm room. Yeah, you had a show. But that wasn't there. Starscape. No, it was the day after at a pool. Okay, well, that's a fairly important uh, <laughs> aspect of the story. <laughs> oh, this is the show by the pool. Yeah, I do remember this. We're, that we're, might have been Jason. like the second or third gig I ever did, to be honest. Yeah, so uh, I think Jason's vinyl warped or something. Oh yeah, right. And then I was just you know intoxicated or inebriated on the on the floor somewhere. Inebriated demons. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I remember at that show, a, f- a friend of mine turned to me. He's like, "So wait, that guy gets beats from the same guy you do?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Why does he have this beat? It's so much better than the ones you pick." <laughs> oh, I remember that. That was the was dark like, pianos right, well, beat. Still. Okay. It's still a heater. Still a banger. Hey, guys. Appreciate can, the constructive criticism. Before we get too far down the line, I just want to do a quick sanity check on levels, etc. Yeah, yeah. All right. Insane. One, two. So we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick five. I'm gonna listen to the playback of the last three minutes, and then we'll resume. All right. Can you edit out all the racist shit that Varrock said? Did he say some racist stuff? It was it was out of control. All right, cool. Me okay. too. He was like Chuck's Chuck's white body hitting the you did swimming say, pool. There Wait, was so some who br- jumped in the pool. Was it me or Cole? I don't see Cole jumping in. Did the somebody wild out and pee remember. in the pool? It was Chuck. Is that what I did? All right. It was it, uh, maybe I'm just thinking it was you because it was like Moorhead or something. 
the college? No, your boy. It's your boy. Oh, Maddie Moran. Maybe it was my hype man, Mike Austin. Oh man! At the time, do you remember those days? All right, troubleshooting now. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, fuck it, man. That's you, dog. Just let it live. All right, we're back. I can't shave my arms before we go on. You know what I mean? You just got to take you take the good with the bad. You embrace I guess so, everything. man. Yeah, this is, you, you're the cool D-rap of podcasting, bro. <laughs> NEMC oh, that disagree with me, shave your arms. <laughs> How about this, the cool V-rack? Oh, I've got, oh, there we I've go. gotten that. Have you yeah. really? Yeah, I've cool gotten, V-Rack. I've gotten that. I've gotten mm. uh, Victor. Okay. I've gotten, you name it. So Victor. Anything with a V. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, we have some history, guys. I mean, <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. By the way, you you set an example for all future interview guests <laughs> from Chrome Bills. <laughs> I'm looking at heavy show prep. I mean, this is borderline a resume. <laughs> I feel like can offer you a job. It's just the topics. Yeah, I don't know how deep you want to go with it. Um, like my history or hip hop music or you know, let's go ahead and shoot. Rock, I'd like to take you as deep as I can. <laughs> <laughs> going deep. Oh man. I wanna know the Scribble Jam seven AM hotel check in. Is that when you guys showed oh, up? Man. At Scribble All, it was you and, so and me, Nation and... Uh, yeah, the Gorilla Fisco, uh MK Skills. Yeah. That's all I remember. Um, so Sam we, Paguda? We, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know remember which one that was. Oh, was it 02, 03? So we, we started drinking and partying on the way up to Ohio from D.C. And we get there, we thought we can check in early. Mm. We definitely could not. So... <laughs> We end up going. To, <laughs> we go to the bar. Like, can I? Can I just ask a question? I just want to give a visual to the audience. Like, how many? How many people were you, were there? Uh, in our vehicle, maybe six. Right, so six people roll into the lobby. Yeah. How many? Like, how many kids under two years old were in the <laughs> in the van? Wasn't there uh, at least one? No, not at this point. Or is that a different scribble? That's a different scribble. So what? What your what your scribble? <laughs> this is pre oh one oh two. I don't know. Even or, I don't know. Emotionally, everyone in that van was under two years old. Yes. <laughs> so six of you roll up to the front desk and like, we'd like your finest room, and you're fucked up. And tired. Well, so I worked at a Days Inn, you know, and I used to get the hookup mm. for like twenty dollar. I'm an employee, blah blah. So yeah, that didn't pull off too well. And well, I, I know, but when you rolled up and they wouldn't let you check in, what yeah. was everyone so deflated? That's, no, that's everybody was was bad news. We were drinking and on some other, you know, next level shit on the way up. So <laughs> we ended up early, and then we just kept going to the to the, to the to the bar, which is at eight a.m. and little kids coming from the pool and like you know you got that uh, the um, what do you call it? the the breakfast that's free. You know, the continental breakfast. Continental. And, continental. And, uh, You're like, yeah, let me get some honeydew. <laughs> yeah, but we just went to the bar. We were like drinking. We drank them out of Bloody Marys. We drank them All right, out. Wait of, a minute. Oh, like, you drank is... at the Days Inn? Yeah. Oh. At the bar. How, how whack before. is that place, though? They're like, we can't check you in at seven in the morning. But we'll let we you. can't give you a drink. We'll let you yeah, drink. Yeah, we, we, we can go. You can go to the restaurant bar over there. Is so all we, DJs in the car or rappers, too? That one, I think, is. All DJs. Okay, this is yeah. you said Gorilla Fist or Gorilla, Gorilla Fist? Fist. Uh, MK Skills. Okay. Um, I don't think it was 
not the not the Gorilla Fist guys, but just M- Skills, uh-huh. Nation. Jeff was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Who was so. driving this car? I think it was me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, that, that's I, another I did story. Said we were drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he did definitely said we. Well, kids don't different. Don't different try times. this. At, don't try this at home. Different times. Well, and then Uber was invented. <laughs> Have we done a proper intro here yet? Do we need to do one? Oh, I guess. Man. You know what? If you're if you're listening to the episode, you already know what it is. DJ V Rock. Oh man, Rock is in the house. Yo. Episode one sixty. Chrome bills about- and. <laughs> And special guest, K Chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> and special, special guest, Papa Bear himself, sees Mike's. Hey, listen, I'm invested. I'm wearing the vest. I just wanted to say <laughs> double breasted vest. Much like the much like what got me into a lot of the problems in my life, I just slipped right back in. You know what I mean? Mm. I've I completely forgot that I hadn't been on an episode in a long time. I thought that we were just having rock on here. It's good to be back, fellas. Yeah. Slip right in. He's like, I don't Slip know how in. much I need to divest about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, too, as much as we've, uh, I mean, it's 160 episodes. I can't really take credit for, for all of them because I haven't been here in like 90 of them. But I do think it's pretty interesting that Varak is probably the person we've talked about most mm-hmm. without actually having them on. Facts. Well, what's interesting is I have a lot of connections to a lot of your guests from, um, you know, even let me see the written prism, the uh, slop from I went to Salisbury with him. Um, Rags, uh, you know, Throwdown. I had a bunch of jams with them. Who else was on your list? Uh, your Sloppy children? Joe recently. Yep, actually hit me up. I was um, sorry, Sloppy. I was I was spo- I'm supposed to be on uh, the next mix. Dope. Or you know, had a lot of things working on. Uh, you know, uh, going on right now. Help him out. Yeah. <laughs> So a lot of your guests, you know, Dez, we got a lot of history there too. Yep. We're on tour for a little bit. Yeah. Josh. Peace know. to Dez. Peace to Josh. Peace yeah. To Cubby. Cubby Bear. Yep. Yeah. Odyssey? Um, Odyssey. The Odyssey connection yeah. there? Yeah. So uh, Flex Matthews and I used to do a weekly party in D.C. And we did Chief Ikes. Yeah, Chief Ikes. And then we did uh, Velvet Lounge. We did every, every week for, I went on for a couple of years. And uh one party, Odyssey came through for uh, it wasn't Unknown's birthday. It was another thing down at Chief Ikes before they shut down. And uh, I remember he just brought this laptop, and I didn't really I knew of him, but I know I didn't really know him. Mm. So then, like his his laptop died. Come to find out, listen to y'all's podcast that that was actually intentional. So mm. it looked like he he fucked up the laptop and he just freestyled the shit. But hearing what he actually did was like it was an intentional. Uh, delay on the on the computer, and he just freestyled oh, like a written probably, but it sounded like a freestyle mm. during the show. So when I heard him say that, I was like, "Oh shit, he did that back at Chief Ike's back in wow. oh, and this was back oh six oh seven maybe." Uh. So knowing that he had that type of you know mindset to like intentionally mess up a beat so he can keep rhyming and make it. Like work for him, mm-hmm. it's like on some next level shit. Like he's a showman. Yeah, he's a, definitely a showman. So and then unknown rags and mud with the jazz addicts and you know a lot of a lot of the guys that you had on here. Uh, throw down before he won the DMCs. We had him during one of the jams that we throw down. Yep. Huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So actually, one of the one of the Cubert jams that we put together. Um, I got a call from Jehu for that going back, you know, full circle with all the DJ stuff. Um, uh, that yeah, the Cubert, you know, we can throw. He was hyping him up, say yeah, we we throw jams this and that, knowing that he didn't know like a lot of DJs in the area. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Cam One hit, hit, told him to hit me up. And I, I got together a whole bunch of DJs. You were there, Steve. Yeah, it was an amazing night. Yeah, we had like, I don't know, maybe... It felt, no, yeah. it, was, it was like 20, I think, 20 plus DJs there. Yeah. You know? But I intentionally didn't tell a lot of people. Right. So I, I set this up in like three days, three, four days. That morning, I was coaching my kid's soccer team. Mm. And then that night, I had like set up the jam and the Dr. Octagon shit. So that was... It was like, a long day It was a long, day, was a long day. And then, yeah. So that was a lot of... You know, culmination of a lot of the scratch DJs in the area. It so. was a beautiful night to meet Cubert. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> where'd all the tables come it from in this video? There's like so. Um, my my man uh, DJ Phenomenon Cam Cam Two uh, out of mm-hmm. VA. Shout Cameron. out to who are you? Who are you? Who yeah. Are you? Uh, he you know so he was a, a break dancer back in the day, mm. and then I met him social media recently before that. And come to find out, he's real into it, like through the Scratch Academy. And he has like he hoards gear, so he had like I don't know ten turntables, <laughs> like every mixer you can imagine. Um, yeah, and then I talked to you know Minus and and As One and Remedy and a lot of DMC guys. Got them all out. So I you know intentionally didn't tell anybody. I figured you know people will show up. And yeah. Yeah. So. It was a magical night for sure. Yeah, so we're, we're working on that. That was part of the the beginning of the Mid Atlantic Scratch League that I started up with. Well, I co-founded with with Cam, uh, Cameron DJ Phenomenon and Trickset. Uh, it was VA DJs before, and I joined, became Mid Atlantic Scratch League. Mm. And what that is is like a, a kind of a my side project with them. It's like a nonprofit of this uh, battle DJ Scratch DJs who do it for the culture. We, you know, we put jams on all over. Um, you know, we did stuff with uh, Quest, with Bulls Group, uh, Scratch Hamsters. It's like a lot of, uh, you know, I got a whole list of stuff. Um, I'm at a sheet, but uh, so we, we put on jams every other, every month and uh, DJ battles and, and whatnot. So Yeah, it's super fun, man. Yeah, I've been so. a part of a couple of them. I want to say two or three. Yeah, and uh, in the, hot the, the energy, the energy <laughs> is just it's it's always fun, man. To just be around, I'm, it's kind of like uh, you know freestyle cipher, but with DJs. Yeah, so lots of scratching, lots of ahs and freshes, you know, which is <laughs> right where you want to be. And haze, are there Give some me, haze? In there's there? a hay, there's hey, a go, hey. there's a all that scratching's making me itch, you know, all the classics, <laughs> <laughs> right? But- we're working on building on that and, and uh, getting some. Other... Is it open to people who want to join? It's, it's not a, even a club. It's it's uh, as uh, it, it originally is it is it Facebook is kind of like is that like the hub? Initially, it okay. came out, and then I was supposed to take over to other social media, which I've been falling down okay. on. But uh, but I feel like Facebook's a good good avenue for it. It's, uh, well, yeah, I, I mean, for I guess our generation. How many how many <laughs> how many members are in the Mid Atlantic Scratch League? Maybe. Six or seven hundred right now. Dope. So, oh, really? Wow. Listen, there's two yeah. things that there's are popping like, on Facebook. Yeah. There's two groups popping on Facebook right okay. now. Okay. All right. The Mid Atlantic Scratch League uh-huh. and White Supremacy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the po- what is it? The the Proud Boys. Proud, <laughs> the proud Boys. God. 
So yeah, yeah. I, I guess uh, he he put it as like a sanctuary for scratching. So it was like a bunch of scratch nerds getting together. And you guys had a uh, good representation at this year's DMCs, right? Yeah, um, I think three of our guys went to the finals. Dope. Or two, two or three of our guys, Dope. and then uh, which are this weekend, right? Was, the finals are this. No, he, not he's the talking finals. about I'm these. Sorry, the DC, he's the talking about regional. Oh, the re- regional, the regionals, top six. I'm sorry, the top six, and then we had I think four or five guys in it. Um, yeah. So we I should talk about DMC's that. finals are this weekend. Finals are this weekend. Denver, in United States finals. We got. Uh, you got a lot of de- DJ Remedy, DJ yeah. Remedies, Remedy. Throwdown may or may not be defending his title. I don't. I'm guessing he will because <laughs> there's like a promotional video about yeah, it, right? Yeah, I mean. And then um, um, uh, we got Ty Hanswell. Hans- 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 well. Yeah, he's from PG County, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. Is that so. as one in battling for supremacy? No. Yeah, as one won. Or he already won he supremacy. Won, so he's going to he's going to London. Okay. So. Yeah, congrats to him. DMV represent, you know. So yeah, a lot of a lot of guys around this area. Um, I can just say that you know we're good by proxy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're DJ in the DMV. We're <laughs> we got to be good. Like a that's, yeah, Scratch League is a passion project. It's like a nonprofit that yeah. we all do it. You know, for we're, lo- we're losing money, many things, but but you love scratching. Yeah. How long I mean, have you scr- loved scratching? I started DJing in '98, and I was in the DMCs in '01. Wow. And I stopped, and then I went back into it two years ago. Well, what made you want to start in the first place in 98? Uh, Vagina. Hang- <laughs> was it? Was it? That's, that's probably part of it, yeah. Some, some of it. <laughs> so, like, when you, but, like, when, when you... Well, I mean, if you put it that way, yeah. <laughs> like, when you were growing up, right? I think a lot of my... my uh, Peers were older than me, uh-huh. and you know, I'd, I'd go out to the club, and I, you know, used to be in the jungle and drum and bass back okay. then. There was a club called uh, Nation, yeah. uh, and they had a party called Buzz. Uh, Buzz, yeah, Friday nights. Don't go on a Saturday night back then. I made an accident one day. Okay, it was it was a uh, uh, gay night. Huh? Trying to put huh? Scott uh, Scott Henry and Feel Good. Yeah, yeah, back okay. then. So it was actually voted like the best club in the country. One That's point. cool. So I used to hang out with a lot of those guys, and then I got into it, and then I got into hip hop, and then yeah. So I so just, just watching that. the DJs, you were just into yeah into the it, culture. Then, the the yeah, were they the cutting it up at Nation? No, no, no okay. absolutely. Not. I was but back then I wasn't a hip hop DJ. I was uh, got into it through Jungle and Drum. Actually, I met Nation um, Jeff mm-hmm. over at the Country Club, where a lot of sure you're talking about Matt Moorhead. He worked there. A lot of a lot of people Josh worked Krieg. there. Josh Krieg worked there. Hmm. I worked there. My uncle was a chef there. I did everything from uh, you know running food to being payroll and doing HR during the end of my reign there for like ten years, nine, hmm. ten years. So I met a lot of guys there who. Is this a bar called the Country a, Club? No, it's, it's, an actual, club. It's, it's an actual. It's an actual club. It's an actual country club. That's where I actually met my wife. So really, uh, yeah, I met my wife. She was there. working there. Yeah, she was a waitress there. So she actually like she was movie. a she was a waitress there. <laughs> she so she <laughs> has she song? has epilepsy and she had a seizure there. So what's fucked Holy up shit. was her roommate who ended up being her manager gave her shit and tried to fire her. Mm. I was doing HR at the time and it was like a whole lot of drama and, I, and no one to give her a ride home and she had to live with her boss roommate mm. and mm. it was a lot of a lot of crazy drama back then. So. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cold, man. Yeah, that's fucked up. And then, yeah. So 
It was a lot of, and then someone um, got paralyzed there one year, jumped in the pool head first. Jesus, a lot sounds of, like a terrible place to work. I mean, but it was fun too because we used to walk out with mad stakes. Watch that with a keg. I think somebody drove a golf cart down the down the embankment down down in the down the rolling hills around there. I mean, we used to you know talking about um, you know different uh, substances. We used to be on sure, enhancements. Enhancements, exactly. Enhancements as as yeah. uh, be junkies. Uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you heard that. Yeah, yeah. So we were on some next level, next level stuff. I mean, I'm sure you you know those guys how to get down. So well, I we, feel like it says a lot about my friendship with you when you were like, we rolled out of there with Matt. And I was like, is he going to say money? And you're like, steaks. I was like, oh, word, that's better. Right. Because <laughs> I think I think that's how you two got together, right? Was over food. Whoa. Basically, if you picture like a stray cat that rolls up to somebody's backyard, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hungry and emaciated and just looking for some food and water. Yeah. So that's a different story there. <laughs> so my wife. Or fiance or girlfriend at the time then mm. moved next to to Cole, and uh, I, I walk in one day and I was like, "Oh shit, let's fucking see Mike." Oh, you knew who he was. We toured. I don't know. We didn't tour. I think we did a, a couple shows before. Okay. Before that, um, the independent underground show, whatever. Actually, brought all these guys out to Salisbury um, one year. That's and what I remembered. Was remember that mm. I met you as the person at Salisbury who brought. See, I thought it was only me that came out at first. Or was yeah, it the subterranean all star? So, yeah, so, yeah, that's okay. it. That's the tour. Yep. And okay. uh it's you, uh Rosetta Stone, uh Flex Matthews, uh, Dirty Water. Who are um, you? Who are you? Who are yeah. you? Um if I'm there was ever an episode where I should have plugged in the soundboard, it probably would have been this one. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, so it was that was some I don't even remember what year that was. So went back. Hold on, I'm gonna fire it up. <laughs> So yeah, back back then, yeah, that's when I met Cole, and then he ended up, um, you know, we getting real real tight, and uh, I used to make real a lot tight. of I used to make a lot of food, I used to make a lot of lamb chops and <laughs> and uh, steaks and you know scallops and crab cakes and you know sauces and I can keep going on. Yo, my so. man would cook. Yo, <laughs> my man would cook like the first time I went there, he was like, "Yeah, do you want to come down for dinner?" And I went down. It was you know, it wasn't like. A fucking TV dinner, you know what I mean? It was like a gourmet four course meal, and I was like, "Yo, you know, you didn't have to do all this for me." He's like, "I do this every night. <laughs> I just really like to cook." And then I end up throwing a lot of food away, and our friendship almost ended there because I almost murdered him. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, don't! I don't want to hear the fucking garbage disposal go off at your place. Just whatever there's food, let me know." And yeah, dude, you were. You were such a lifesaver. You were just, you were so yeah, it kind. Was, it was a lot of heart. Yeah. And then I, I think even Thanksgiving's, I remember uh, Idea came over for Thanksgiving right. a couple times. Yeah. Couple Thanksgiving's. Yeah. yeah. Um, the right. sweetest words to Cole's ears ever in life was Roxanne. I don't really like eating leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause, you know, I got a lot of steaks from a country club. So, what's <laughs> <laughs> well, funny, cause it got to a point where I think I was just, I was like blatantly inviting myself over for dinner, but not. I didn't have the, the decency to actually say. I was like, at like six fifteen, I was like, "So what are you doing tonight?" <laughs> now that was cool because you know I, I liked uh, it. It was great. I like to eat, so. Yeah. Well, it was good. You know, it's definitely one of those things too. Like you know, I def, I, I I love you. I'm glad that we're friends. I'd have been friends yeah, without that, but it sure it sure didn't hurt. <laughs> 
Yeah, we you know lived a couple years together and all that. That's right. And then I moved into your house. Yeah. After I yeah after I got out of that place. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was good. So yeah, even before. And you still live there, so I got a question. <laughs> Do you randomly <laughs> find curly black hairs? Surrounding <laughs> showers. How many years? Yo, I mean, you know, if you get down into the corners of like a guest bedroom, you might be able to catch one. It's embedded. You know, it would be so fucking dope. Wow. If my hair, if if like the hairs that came off me were shaped like microphones. Wow. <laughs> That'd be fucking dope. Oh, man. Let's do a quick. Uh, no, we're good. Yeah. So. Even before are that, you? the music stuff. Who, are, are, you? Who, are, you? Who are you? There we go. There Back in business. All right, we're popping. I do. I want to ask you. Uh, so, in the the document that you sent out with uh, listing all of your accomplishments, <laughs> is this a B? Would this be considered a B boy document? Everything's yeah, here except for your this. birth weight and height. <laughs> There's one that says uh, librarian tech. Oh, yo! And then in parentheses, golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> so back in Salisbury days. Um, you know, I I went to school out there and I ended up working at the li- library and uh but I was like a computer tech whatever and I used to go around to the, the, the campuses or different parts of the campus in the golf cart to like drop off a projector, or drop yeah. off a computer. But what I ended up doing was driving around handing out flyers to girls and whatnot and like, yo, come to the show, blah 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 and uh going back to, to slop um from, from the grill Lincolns back then written prisms. You throw a lot of parties, actually, with the, the the Grill Lincolns guys, and throw house parties and whatnot. I used to hand out flyers, sell tickets to these house parties, and you know, make rent. So, <coughs> you know I mean, so that yeah, I used to just you know drive his golf cart around. So, so Salisbury is um that's crazy. A, a majority um say white school. Mm. So I was like the, the minority. <laughs> Minority. Wow. Minor- that for a school shooting? What the hell was that? <laughs> Very interesting selection. Yeah. So the, the minority was like three percent, and I was like the only Asian dude. And you know me, I'm like a big Asian dude walking around this like you know small God, you campus. You stuck so. out like a sore thumb. And I'm driving a golf cart around, handing flyers and selling tickets. So right. It's like I really stuck out. So and I was the only DJ. Like, well, I shouldn't say I was the only DJ. Uh, there's a couple other DJs around there, but um, yeah, I definitely stuck out. So, but uh, Were you, did you feel embraced by the whiteies? <laughs> so what's funny? I also went to UMES, which is the, the flip side, uh, an all black college. <laughs> for, for oh, black take it yeah. And that's I, I, equal, like, equal, you know how equal, equal opportunity. Context these days, and representative as a as a the small part is represented as the whole. I hope no one takes that out of context. Yeah, please. seriously, please yeah. don't. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. So yeah, UMES they they used to get down. Like I did a uh, um, I DJed um, <laughs> I DJed a was it a pep rally there? And it was like the craziest shit I ever. I, I never forget this. It was like in, in the auditorium, and they started stepping one group, and then like mm-hmm. other sections started stepping against them. And then before you know it, the whole university was like step battling, and I'm here in the middle like DJing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm only, <laughs> you know, step and, off. Yeah, and it, it was like some crazy you know shit you see in a movie. So and then, do you remember what record you were playing? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, some breaks or something, I think. And then I was, yeah. So it was, it was, yeah. Uh, no, you know what? I didn't. After the break was over, 
they ended up just clapping mm. and like on beat. And it was like different crews or fraternities, whatever, at UMES, like against each other. Like stepped in. It's like just off claps. Just off claps. And but the whole auditorium, the whole like, you know, uh venue was like you could hear it roar. Wow. Like, it was crazy shit. So that's UMES. But back to the college days, Salisbury, we used to throw I used to uh God, um, thinking back. Uh I ended up actually staying at the back then the uh, Grill Lincoln's was a three piece. It was uh, a a the drummer, Rob Who are you? Uh, Too dark in a biscuit. Who yeah, are you? who are you? Uh, my, uh, Mike Baki and then uh, Riddy Becker. So they and then I ended up like pretty much crashing on their couch for a good several weeks. You the unofficial member? Uh, well, I I DJ a lot of parties, so I used to throw parties, sell tickets. I remember this one party because I was actually, you know, we were broke college kids, right? Mm. So I one of the dudes was in a fraternity. And they used to bust people down, or not bust, like people truck people to my house. Mm-hmm. And then I, 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 you know, I said, like, "Oh, cops coming!" And everybody scatters, and they used to bring like a shitload of beer and like alcohol. So I just like kept the shit. <laughs> <laughs> this was a hustle. <laughs> then you drank with so, the cops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How did the so window skyscraper? Oh, so I was in. Uh, what is window skyscraper? So. <laughs> Are we playing? Win- are we playing a game? This is a game. No, Windows so, so I worked at a Sounds temp like a agency. James Bond movie. <laughs> so I did data entry, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. talking to one of the people at the the, the data entry for a, like a doctor's office, talking to the, one of the nurses, whatever. Like, oh, my husband. We started talking. Like, yeah, I do construction, whatever. Ended up getting a job with her husband, doing um, insulation for. Like putting a caulking inside a window for a skyscraper that goes up, you know. So, so they they would take apart, refurbish, or like uh, rehabilitate these old windows, hmm. right? And take it apart. Now, my job was to like go and and caulk the inside, take out the metal, like sand all the stuff off, and put it on. Hey, but I didn't know. I don't. <laughs> I didn't know that much about caulking. So <laughs> I only caulked one side, and then. Uh, you know, come to find out, I had a, the, the guy like, "What? What are you doing? Like, how many? <laughs> Why you, you gotta lay the you there? gotta lay the cock on all sides?" <laughs> yeah, but I was like 19, 18. What so, so you there? were doing it on the wrong side? No, I didn't do enough cock on the the, the, the wrap of the window. <laughs> Likely excuse. <laughs> so I had to recock it all. What if he came in there? He's like. Why are you, why are you fucking the window? <laughs> like no cock. It's a different word than cock. <laughs> no, but that, that was a yeah. That was a that was a different time. You're not <laughs> done. Like You're not done until it softens around the window. Right. It's got to soften. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that at that age how to run the cock. You should apply it hot, right? It wasn't hot cock. It was just you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot hot in there though because it was like a, one of those warehouses. I right. mean, all that no cock windows. in there it probably was <laughs> right. So yeah, he comes a, out of the gun white. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> I've seen that part. Statement of fact, <laughs> not a joke. Statement of fact. Well, it does. You know, right. Saying. The harder you squeeze it, the harder it comes. The faster it comes <laughs> right, out. Right. Obviously. So um, I'm gonna hit, hit you with the cock gun. <laughs> so I've, I've learned. If you insert, <laughs> if you insert something from the hole in the back, it comes out even more. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, I've, I've learned since then how to cock. We're sophisticated, buddy. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, 
So that, that's just one of my main jobs. I used to run uh, back in those days, like deliver. My man food. is rapid fire right now. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, you guys. Ab- let's observe this. <laughs> you, do you have to leave? Do you have to leave or no? I mean, uh, at some point. Okay, <laughs> we're good, right? You're good. Yeah, well, I'm good, man. All right, so I'm, I'm all over the place. Here, 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 here. <laughs> let's, let's take let's take five minutes. Make sure that we didn't lose any of this because I'm paranoid from the last episode. When you lose in the cock and Should we take take five minutes. I'm gonna you need another drink? Hey, my I wife need needs it. me I to do some pour, cocking. Okay, we're gonna pour like a drink that. and we'll be right back. All right. All right sure. I only need about ninety seconds for the cocking I'm about to All right, I'm gonna let uh why don't we pick a song? Why don't we pick a song, Varak, your your choice, Taster's choice. That we'll play here during the during our break. Alright. Yeah, what you got? No, whatever you want. Whatever you want. All right. You hear that new um little brother? Let's do it. Let's do that. Yeah, I've been, I've been on that for, for a little bit. He's going to be in town in November, I think. Fontizzle, Fontigolo? Yep. And then, uh, yeah. How many members are in Little Brother now? I think it's just two. It's just Big Poo? Yeah. And, and Fontigolo? Is Ninth Wonder no, ninth, not? Ninth he did not make any beats off of it. He did not. No. Fun fact. So. Is All right, he not an executive producer? Oh, he's... he's uh, He's up in college explaining how New York hip hop started. <laughs> <laughs> no shots, statement of fact. Yeah. All right, t- give me one. What do we, what do we like? Everything. Well, the skits are good, but it's, let's, 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 let's listen to the sign of a good album. The skits kind of fire. Yeah. Actually, What's it's that? like there's a skit between there's a, there's a skit between every single song. Yeah. How about Good Morning Sunshine? All right. Good morning, sunshine. I love to greet you when we wake up, staring at you. No makeup. You make me want to cook breakfast. For you, I go through a whole checklist. To do, quantify by no metrics. Yeah, it's true. I was taught men ain't really supposed to have no feelings. But Lil Wayne said I shouldn't have no ceilings. I was raised on rap music. I'ma need some healing. You appear to have a magic touch. We together, time no matter much. Punch up the data, man. It's rather tough to stand strong if you ain't man enough. I'm just out here being happy, baby. Why they mad at us? Work ethic and a hard drive. Now back it up, wait, back it up Effectively ended my status as a bachelor No more nights getting my drink on Just wanna get my thank on Like the incense, put some tank on I can't lie, love is a gamble But my heart is assured that you can bank on Break it down Imagination's not the same as true sunshine let's do it for the one time i've been running after you like we was at the combine now i got you life is greater since we combined a new freedom that exists within the confines i'm a boss not tell them about the gun line i ain't leaving yet this ain't no featurette 
It's a whole ass director's cut with extended run times. No need to be tearful. Music of my mind, girl, you're a concerto that I adhere to. In first class, eating biscoff, bumping I ear to. Lend me an ear, you ain't gotta be fearful. Yeah, good morning, sunshine. Let me chase you around the room, be on some love shit. Find a way like Fife and Tip. What we have here is kinship. I leave Dilla, none Rilla, my exclusive drug dealer. I'm addicted to her. She my down ass offensive slur. Inexpensive furs, Louis Vuitton, that's picture perfect. You are created in God's image. You a queen, you deserve a bigger ring. One or two offspring, pick it fits, private wing. Ready to live a dream, whatever that really means. I'm just shining the light on my personal sunbeam. Imagination's not the same as true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be careful what your mind could lead into. Yeah, 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 yeah. People everywhere, still so few. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning, sunshine. Here's a song for you. Sing it again, yeah. Back it up. Also, uh, we don't need shrimp video featuring me and Cole. <laughs> yeah, it's a little flip camera. Yeah. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. Oh man. Yeah. You it. are looking live. Episode one sixty, Chrome Bills. Featuring- so the first time the FBI came to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, getting back to the history of you know how we met and all that, and then even back in my history, um, you know. So I'm I'm first generation Cambodian. A lot of people don't know that. People think I'm Filipino or whatever. Um, I'm a big Asian dude. Uh, most Cambodian people I've met are mostly smaller and what have you. So my family came through, uh, getting on a down note, uh, through the killing fields. I don't know if you know the Khmer Rouge or any of that. So they escaped through the jungle for about eight months, were refugees in Thailand, got sponsored by my grandmother's half-brother, who was a diplomat. Got a flu, it's over here, and 1980, 79, 80, and then 81, I was born. And then coming, growing, coming up, we were like really, really poor. Like, you yeah. know, here. here. I was born in Virginia. And, uh, you know, I remember, well, I was told, you know, it's like 12, 13 people living in a two bedroom apartment. You know, coming here, they've never seen a running toilet before, right? And you just like even get water out of the toilet and like, they, they come in here like super poor, like out of the jungle, and you know, used to eating scraps and shit. And uh, some, I remember one of the church people gave my mom was telling me these stories. Mm-hmm. Gave her like a, a rotisserie chicken, and it was, like they were picking at it for like two, three days for all these people, for wow. certain people, because we don't know, they didn't know, or like even the mattresses or whatever. They used to get it, pick it up from the dump because they didn't know. Um, you know, it's like a bed, you know, right? Like, 
So it's a lot of people are throwing away beds in America, and you guys are like, "Holy yeah. shit, there's a bed right here!" Yeah, I mean, they were they were so they used to walk from what my uh, stories from my my mm. mom and mm. my my parent and my grand uh, grandparents whatever they uh, you know go through at night and then like hide during the day, mm. and they you know they would. And my mom was telling me stories of like so back in I guess in Cambodia they had like uh, stilts with okay. the house on top, and they ha- like my mom hid under. And then, like, some, some kids would, like, piss on her and stuff. And, like, you know, she would hide. You know, you hear gunfire and stuff overhead. Mm, and mm, mm. I don't know if you've ever seen the Killing Field movie. Mm-mm. But um, basically, they used to, they, they, uh, it was a Cambodian genocide. It was in comparison to uh, the Nazis and uh, the Jewish. Okay. Like, uh, I think two-thirds of the population or close to it uh, was, was decimated. By who? By other Cambodians? Pol, Pol Pot. Okay. Yeah, which is a dictator, and actually the U.S. too. So the U.S. during the Vietnam War, mm. the Vietnamese would dig a tunnel called the Ho Chi Minh Trail through Cambodia, and the U.S. would bomb Cambodia, mm. um, trying to get these tunnels like in secret. Mm. And you know, this the country was decimated after that. So when I tell people I'm Cambodian, they always bring up about Pol Pot, and okay, Khmer Rouge, and Khmer Rouge just means Cambodian, Red Cambodian. So, yeah, um, they were refugees in Thailand. So your parent, your parents, who did you? You were born here. I was but born who, here. Who, so who came here? So the story, my grandmother, they they sold whatever they could. They went here with two families. Okay. Uh, at one point, one of my uncles went missing for like two, three months, mm. and then some, somehow it was my, my mom's the oldest of five. Okay. And the other family that like we, I guess in. Today's standard or whatever, they, like a coyote in Mexico, you know, like, okay. but that in comparison to like Cambodia. So they, they, they paid, you know, this other uh, person to cross the border. The other family didn't make it. Mm. My uncle was, went missing. Ended up in, I think, Kawidong or whatever in Thailand. And then he, they found him in, the, in, the, in Thailand mm. like months later. Mm. So all my family made it, um, which is, you know, uh, that's the the general. That's a, a lot more into it. But you know, imagine going six to eight months through the jungle to escape over to a different country, and a lot of going back to politics and what's going on now. It's mm-hmm. just it's crazy. Like what's even crazier? I mean, now you mean be, you mean like looking at immigrants like criminals? Is yeah. that what you mean? Okay. Yeah. And what yeah. we have going on now in politics. Right. right. What's even crazier is. So my family now, after years of working hard and all that, everybody has their houses and, you know. Are your parents still still around? They're all well off, yeah. Your, your mom is still around? Yeah. Okay. They're still around. Everybody's okay. still around. Are they in Virginia? Um, they're all, they're, yeah, Virginia and, and Maryland. My grandmother's in, uh, with my uncle and aunt. Um, she's still California. alive? Yeah, there's, she's still alive. Oh, shout um, out to her. Yeah, so he, like, uh, I guess my aunt married someone who's also a similar situation. Yes, she is like, a, I don't know if you heard of TED Talks. Uh-huh. That? Like, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a TED speaker. He's a, oh. a professor at Occidental University. It's okay. where Obama went. Okay. And they're all, um, they come and visit. But uh, this is on a different level. Sure. So, so, sure. Yeah, so they're, they're all still alive. But what's crazy is, you know, with, with time, they forget mm. and they be they're all fairly wealthy now yeah and they almost support they support that <laughs> the the anti-immigration policy yeah which is insane that is kind of that which is, is like you're a product of this yeah yeah yeah. and now sure 
It's like, oh, I made it, yeah. so fuck everybody I, else. I've heard that from a from a few folks. I don't. I mean, we don't need to get overly political. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard that. Heard like, that. Yeah. So it's just you know what the politics and that I've actually because of what's going on politically, I've I've broken ties with a lot of my family mm-hmm. because of that. Really. Which is pretty sad, but it's like it's reality. It's like yeah, I don't want to be around that negativity. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of that. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to be around that and stuff. So, yeah. So, bring it back. Um, yeah. Growing up, uh, you know, we talked a little bit. Chuck was here the other week about like Fresh Off the Boat and and uh, Eddie Wong. That's sh- the show. That yeah, show, Fresh right? Off the Boat, like yeah. Being a mm-hmm. first generation. Yeah. Um, that show parallels a lot of my life. Okay. Um, really? <laughs> being, cheers. Cheers. Being a uh, first generation big Asian dude, uh, you know, into hip hop and that, True. that whole cooking and everything else. Yeah. If I didn't fall into IT or whatever, I probably I might have taken that path. Would have been a cook. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but did your fa- did your parents like? They want me anything but. <laughs> my dad's a chef, and so is my other chef. He's uh, a chef for a, a different country club. Okay, that's where you get it from. No. Oh, I don't really get along, but. <laughs> But maybe it's in your blood somewhere, right? Maybe. I okay. Don't know, but I, I, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I guess the long hour standing up and and you know on your sure. feet and all that. Yeah, it's, it's a to, tough gig. Yeah, I've had a little bout to that, and then, yeah, you had some back issues, right? Yeah. Well, that 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 was car accident. Induced. Car accident. Yeah. yeah. So last year I had a uh, car accident when I was uh, T-bone. I had a concussion. Um, I couldn't talk right for a couple of months. Um, yeah, so I'm still dealing with the effects of that. Um, Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So somebody t-boned me at work, knocked me out unconscious, and I sped up and hit another parked car. Oh. And what was crazy about that was, uh, I was at work, uh, you know, and then they took me to the hospital, and they took me in a room. There was like piss in there and shit. I didn't know what? where I was at. I don't mm. know what was going on. Mm. And then they released me after like two or three hours. Mm. So, yeah, and then. Later that night, my, my mother-in-law comes to pick me up, brings me home, and you know, I, I guess adrenaline still is kicking in. I'm like, oh, I'm all right, I'm all right. Like four or five hours later, I'm like, I can't move. Like, your body, I, lo- I, your muscles all locked up, yeah, or whatever. I locked yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I had to get dragged to the hospital near me, and then they did the whole thing, and then I'm still. I mean, I got an MRI. I got it to go to next week. Wow! So. Just to make sure that there's no. No, I have like a herniated disc and all that stuff still in my back. It's still there. Yeah. So. Oh man. And uh, now I know that this affected your ability to speak. At any point, did you tell anyone that you got teabagged at work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. At some point, there was some some, some stuff going man. on there. That's been pretty rough. I'm sorry to hear that happen, but I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, I hope but, you get some money out of this shit. Yeah, you and me both. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, because you know that that kind of broke me. And then that, that last year, that was tough. Year, it was tough. And then like, uh, two months after that, my wife got laid off, and then that hurt. And she recently got a job now. But congratulations! Yeah, that, yeah uh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, it was a it was a tough tough year. And then what's it was. Two days before my wedding anniversary, nine-year wedding anniversary, when July second, when it happened, and then we had all stuff down. Holy shit! I didn't realize it was that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and then I had a cancel. Nine years, time. man. Damn. So, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, now you've gotten to, to ten so, years, right? Uh, well, ten next year. So that was eight. So this year is nine, and then next year is ten. Okay. Because the accident happened last July. Last July, right? Okay. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm still, but yeah. 
Um, but you know how it is with, with your back issues. I mean, it's no fun, man. Yeah. So. Stretching is your new best friend. I was doing that before I got here. Wow. Oh, good. <laughs> like, yeah. There like, you go. How about an in- inversion table? Have you thought about one of those? Yeah, I did. I've never tried. Yeah. I'm curious. How you about tried? you, see? I'd love to try one. Yeah. I know that, you know, it's not, it's very expensive. Okay. And I was talking to somebody, like, I think it might have even been a chiropractor I was going to. He was like, you might want to invest in this. I was like, not until I fucking try it. What are you talking Like, yeah. do you have one that I can buy? Right. I don't think you can pack this shit up and take it back to the UPS store. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'd love to try. I'm open to, I've tried injections, all kinds, everything but surgery. Mm. Yeah. I'm open to it. Have they offered you surgery? I went to a neurosurgeon in 2012 that was like, you know, if you were 60, I would tell you to get surgery, but you're so young, you should wait to see if something better comes along. So, yeah. So that's, but yeah, I mean, plus that accident, I had a, a show. So I, I started um, my other side project, uh, Lincoln Park cover band. I'm in. Um, I actually have a show this, the the 7th in Virginia, Epicure Cafe, and then next week at Velvet Lounge. Um, so I had a show three days after the accident and I had to like, they had to scramble the, the, you know, luckily it was backing tracks made and all that click tracks are made. But, um, yeah, that, that screwed that up too. And then I did, um, um, I'm, my mind's blanking, but, uh, this festival in Baltimore that, uh, they did, I was supposed to do Artscape. I Artscape yeah. yeah. I did Artscape the year before that and I was supposed to do the Artscape that year too. And a whole because of the accident, I lost out on a lot of gigs and not. So I've been uh, I've been DJing a lot lately, trying to almost, I don't want to say making up for it, but um, you know. I've been, Dude, uh, you stay busy. Do you ever relax? Like <laughs> <laughs> you're always do DJing or doing a band thing or yeah, I th- or, I'm, I'm organize something. Fall back and I'm taking classes too at Maryland. Jesus, so Jesus, <laughs> right? I'm three classes per away from my undergrad, so I've been chipping away at it. Um, that's dope man so um, uh, yeah it's it's a lot um but you know just keep moving forward right like you just gotta it's good to keep busy and uh um right are you but do you it seems like you're always busy yeah like you don't ever and you're like raising two (laughs) two boys like yeah like i said that day i was uh the cuba jam i was coaching my kids soccer game and then at night, I'm you know doing his jam, and then you know next morning going to work six in the morning, whatever. Right. Um, yeah. And, uh, I'll probably slow down. Do you ever feel time. overwhelmed, or do you just take? Is it's it just, just like this is just, just what it is? What it is? Like that, you know, like that that slug line at trying to find a balance. You yeah. Know, just trying to trying to balance everything. I think being creative and trying to get an outlet for mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I mean, almost back to the Cambodia thing. It's like family went through the jungle i can fucking stand up and dj for four hours like facts <laughs> so it's like i can play music at the end of the day you know i'm i'm, I'm when i'm djing i'm you know the job of dj you're is having to, fun you, yeah. you're doing something that you love to do sure. yeah and i'm getting paid for it yeah it's like yeah yeah and it's like you know these jobs whatever and then the school like my family has gone through so much more and even though i've, I've gone through some shit it's like you just got to keep moving and think of the future and, you know, especially with kids like, yeah, to, to show them how to, uh, you know, balance all these different things. And they see me, you know, practicing and they see me working and mm-hmm. studying and 
you know, I, you know, find time. That's a big thing with family too, trying to find time. Yeah. To uh, you know, do things with them. You know. Um, Has either of them said, "I see you, daddy"? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's you know, the kid will just come up to you and give you a hug and say, "I love you, daddy." You know, yeah. You know, it's kind of warm. Really. So oh, you'll, yeah. yeah. But it's it's. And other times it's like you're, you know, they're fighting each other and they want to smack the shit out of them. You get those days too. So it's, yeah. it's like any. Like any I'm parent. on the gram right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I had too many chocolate bars. I'm just out of it. No, no. But uh, yeah, I had a lot of, you know, been all over the place. Well, let's so. talk screen time because that's something I'm starting to confront with my kids. Do you make a concerted effort to keep them away from TV and iPads and stuff, or yeah, do you so just? I I do so. It's tough. Um, it's a good babysitter, but I don't want to use that. Like, so my kid's old enough to have a Switch and whatnot, and mm. like I have. Well, I don't know what a grand, Switch is. Like a Nintendo Switch. Oh. And there's uh, parental controls that you can monitor it, and like the the new game now is like Fortnite, mm. and the kids are all crazy about that shit. And I can monitor and how much they play, and like I can like, oh, you're done for today. Put on my thing on my phone. Mm-hmm. So you can use technology to cut off, you know. Use technology against them, so I, right. do, I do limit them. It's only a matter of time before they figure that out. Well, not yet. Right? So. They're going to short circuit that quickly. So you know that's why I got to be on it with the IT stuff and yeah. figure out how to do that. Shit. You kind of right. do. <laughs> yeah, I'm fixing, I mean, com- I'm fixing computers, bitch. What do you think you know? You're not. You don't know more than me. Well, Chuck was Chuck was over uh, this past weekend, and oh, I was he was watching. Impressed. He was watching my daughter navigate through Netflix. You know, like it was nothing. Yeah, these kids, man, they're it, on the some other. She I showed moved her. I showed Netflix. Her, yeah, she learned like, that so quickly, dude. She was like, "How do I? How do I do this?" I'm like, "Use the little button in the middle." And from there on, she's like, "I got this. I'm good. I don't need you for anything anymore." Also, like, like anything, of, no emotional needs. Financially, right, she's it. taken We're care. good. There was this song that was like, it was a hip hop song in my mind. If I was just classifying the genre, it was a hip hop song that was about the planets and the order that they are <laughs> from the sun. Yeah. And Steve's two kids were going ape shit. Like it was an outcast reunion tour. <laughs> it was like, like hey, opening yeah. night in <laughs> ATL. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Came out to two dope boys on the Cadillac. <laughs> like just going crazy. I took a video just because like, I was like, I need to see this in another context and see if I'm like still incredibly amazed by it. I watched it a day later. I was like, Oh, it's hype in there. Yeah, it was hype. hype. Yeah, you hype. and I were both uh, feeling the effects of tequila shots, and uh, <laughs> several not moving very quickly. And these kids were up crispy at seven a.m. Yeah, feeling good. I did have a lot of respect for the pronunciation in the song of Uranus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a new thing. If you guys don't know that, the, the, the planet. Yep, the planet is yeah. now Uranus. It's not Uranus. Yep, not yeah. that. Yeah. And Pluto was gone. I told him, wait till they find the hidden track. And like, this is a remix. There's a remix out there with the ninth planet. Oh, man. Yeah, these yeah, kids. Yeah. It's tough. That's I, when Chuck and I were talking about, I don't know if it got recorded, but I'd say that's been the biggest change and why I think it's good to wait till, till later in life to have kids. Because I can't tell you, I turned 40 in March. Mm. There's so many people my age that I talk to, they're like, yeah, I just can't sleep past seven anymore. And I feel like if you have kids, that's, I mean, you're going to be up between like five and seven anyway. Yeah. So the hardest part is just every fucking morning. (laughs) Some days you'd like to push it till eight, 
Give yeah. Me, give me well, an 8.30 every once in a while. Or if you get the chance to sleep in. Like, I haven't set an alarm in... You don't need to. Two yeah. years. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And there's times I wake up at 6.30, like, jumping out of bed. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm not falling back to sleep now. Right. So you you got to train but, your kids how to how to fend for themselves, man. Like, I bought, <laughs> I bought a toaster yeah. for my, my kid, and he can make breakfast. And other, there's, so there's, like, even milk, my mm-hmm. five-year-old. There's a milk dispenser you can put on the thing, and he can go and get his own milk in the morning. <laughs> Wow. It's like a battery operator. Like, and if the toast gets stuck, you just take this, take the metal knife and just jam it in there. It's very easy, son. It's, it's a kid safe toaster. They have, you know, stuff like there's that. Pro, there's a propane grill on the back. Yeah. You put a fork in each hand, it completes the circuit. Right. There's some steak in the fridge. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I feel like. Of the six kids among us on this show, mine are at an age where there's only four. I, there's only four right now. Well, you've got two. He's got two. I've got two. Yeah, I'm. Just, oh, okay. You got All right. Okay. We well played. Well Thank played. you. Thank you. I'm, I'm out of practice. Uh, but yet, you know, like my daughter is sort of at an age where there's certain things she can do for herself, but yeah, you know, you know, not not anything substantial. And then my son, like, he's all needy. But it's funny because I. You know, within the first 10 minutes of being awake uh, or getting into something, you know, like that that, that you realize you're in it for several hours of just like 24-7 demand. Within 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is fun as shit. You know, like, they're so funny. Yeah. I mean, different different ages. My my kids are eight eight and five. So they're in a different age. It's like, oh, you know, terrible twos. And then it's like, oh, fucking three. And it's like... Every every year, every age has its ups and downs. So yeah, just kind of three like, is so real. Yeah, three is so real. Three is like a He's my so, man is my man is rebellious right now. Oh really? My eight year old is like a teenager. He wow, slammed, slammed the door and wow, yeah, yeah. That. But then there's days like like earlier today before I was like, oh, I love you, daddy. Oh yeah. So it's like you know, give and take. Yeah, but that's life, right? So. Anyway. What's the latest <clears throat> each of you guys have slept in the last six months? Shit. Give me a time. Any day of the week. <laughs> 10? 9.30? Okay. That's the latest. 9.30. But then... So, yeah. oof. My, my wife took the kids this past Father's Day. She took them to the beach. Uh, which, you know... I don't want to judge every father out there, but for me, that was a really good Father's Day. Like, <laughs> we were up that morning early. They were out of the house within like an hour. So I think, and I, I remember that was a Sunday. I don't think I took the day off of work next. So I definitely didn't sleep in late then. I would say no later than eight. There's times I've gotten up, like on a vacation with uh, in-laws last week. I'd get up. My wife would be like, can you take our son? And then I'd, we, you know, we had different rooms because he's on a crazy sleeping schedule. So I'd have my daughter then go get our son and go out. And my, uh, my father-in-law was sitting on the porch. I was like, please, <laughs> like, just like 20 minutes. We just watch both of them. And so for like three straight days, I'd get up with them for like 20 minutes, give them to him. And go back to sleep for like an hour and a half. I, I swear to God, it was like magic sleep. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It really was. But that that's kind of what I was saying to Chuck was that, you know, knowing that you have to get up that early, that you really have, unless you're working and like making music, there's times when I'm like, oh, cool, I'm watching season one of Cheers for the 11th time. <laughs> I'm like, you got no one to blame but yourself if you wake up grumpy tomorrow. Yeah. You know, just fucking go to bed. 
Yeah. Sleep's overrated anyway. You think so? Steve, what, <laughs> Steve, what about you? No, it's not. Uh, 7.30? Yeah, I might have got it. During, when we went on vacation to the beach, I might have got a 8.30, maybe a 9 at one point in time. Did you wake up in before, like, like how were you awakened? Oh, well, usually it's like, it's a child, like, in my face with the peeling of the eyelids or, yeah. you know, one of those. <laughs> get up, yeah. daddy. Get up, daddy. Yeah. So my, uh, my daughter and I were sleeping in one room. She was in the pack and play, and I was in the bed next to it. And so... <laughs> Uh, the first night we got down there, now that I think about it, she wasn't comfortable in the pack and play. Like she, she was just out of her element. So I let her sleep in the bed with me, which was awesome. It was the first time we'd done that. Like it was, yeah. it was so nice. But so the next morning, I feel like <laughs> I look at my phone. It's like 538. Oh, like, please oh, don't, man. please don't fucking tell. I look over. She's Shout out to Nate Silver. <laughs> I sit up. I look over. She's sitting up. She takes the passy out of her mouth and goes, "Daddy, I wake." Oh, and you're like, "No, <laughs> no, you're not. This is all I, a bad dream." Go it was so funny because, like, as soon as she said that, and I was laughing, I was like, "I'm, I'm glad as shit to be away. This is yeah. gonna be so fun." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the next day at like six ten, when she did it again, I was like, "All right, this is getting old." You know, <laughs> your routine is yeah. stale, kid. But yeah, it, it gets better when they get older. Yeah, a little older, you can sleep in a little bit more. Yeah. So. It's funny, man. I, looking back, you know, our daughter was 18 months when our son was born. And I was like, God, like, as soon as we got home from the hospital with our son, I was like, I, I didn't realize how good we had it. Like, one kid is so much easier. And our daughter had just started sleeping through the night. And, like, that had been a couple months. We were living the good life for, for a couple, <laughs> for a little while there. Oh, we man. haven't talked to, we haven't asked Chuck when's the latest he slept in. <laughs> Oh, I just got up like an hour ago. <laughs> no, I don't know. Probably noon. Oh, I feel God like damn. my man is sleeping till noon. Damn. Damn. I, I set an alarm for 930 on the weekends, but, you know, sometimes if you're up real late, 530, 6 a.m., got to let it ride. <laughs> let it ride. I definitely have a my current lifestyle if uh, Caesar's daughter was over. She'd see me polishing off that last beer and be like, Daddy, I wake. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, oh, it's bedtime for me. Right. Huh? Right. Oh, man. Enjoy it, you know? I mean, I, it's funny because I feel like so many people get into, like, I could never do this thing. Both lifestyles are great. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no right or wrong. There's no best or worst. Both are great. Just enjoy them. Right. Yeah. Woke sees. Woke yes. sees. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, you know, I'm not Keep like. Keep telling you know, yourself you that. You could have parents. You could have kids. You know, you could like drink on the weekends. You could binge Coke every week. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's parameters within this. With, I'm operating. You know what I mean? But I think some people are like, oh, I got to have a kid. I'm like, nah, you know, <laughs> right. I enjoy it. I don't right. know that you would. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure for you know, certain needs. The reality is, we, we would love to have kids, but every month that it doesn't happen, I'm just like, well. <laughs> Another month of this life. <laughs> sleep this weekend. <laughs> right, 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 sleep right. good. Yeah. Yeah. You got to dinner on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Uh, oh, nice. God. nice. God. Oh man. God. Well, the other thing I'm sure you guys have noticed. I'm like, God, it's so expensive. Yeah. It's so expensive. Every time I, I gave, I'm where I'm the one working, so I gave my wife a credit card. I don't want this to be like some like, you know, 
patriarchy fucking 50s sitcom bullshit. But so every time I look at it, I'm like, Jesus, what the f- why is this so hot? And then I look and it's all it's diapers, diapers, clothes, clothes. You need to get one of those Russell Simmons credit cards where you load up a certain amount of money before she goes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, prepaid. it's basically like a gift card. <laughs> like you have $72 to go to the grocery store. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like there's there's shit. I'm like, I can't even I can't even squabble about this. You know, yeah. there's nothing on there that's out of out of line. So, oh man, that's uh, I applied for. I applied to work at Target. Did you really? I did. What's funny because then, so I started. That's another thing is I started a new job several weeks after the last time I was on this show. So it's connected to. It's like an office built. I guess it's an office park, and part of the office park is underground. But it's it's hard to explain. Anyway, it's connected to a Target. So I'd applied for a couple different part-time jobs, hmm. but I told him, I was like, yeah, I don't want to work on the weekends, which, you know, grocery stores are super excited to hear that. Right. So, uh, the full-time job I was like, well, shit, I walked to target like three times a day. Let me just fucking apply there. Yeah. You gotta get your hustle on, man. That's I'm, what, you know, or I'm just these, thinking, yeah, just give me, I want a place where all I have to do is be there. There's like fucking target on a Tuesday from like five to midnight. <laughs> the body body. yeah yeah that's why discount on diapers too right well that's another thing i thought first thing i thought was give me that discount where's your triple paste he's gonna be like varak with the steaks (laughs) rolling out with stacks (laughs) stacks and stacks of diapers all right what's up to that point here's another thing Mm, mm. i'd imagine both of you are already out of these urine soaked woods my uh we started potty training. <laughs> we started. My daughter's been amazing. I mean, my wife is the one who deserves all the credit for it because she like she like read a book about potty training. Yeah. She's like, you know, I've got some passages I'd, I'd like you to read. It's like totally. Did so, you read? Did you read the one where you're like shaming the kid into? <laughs> huh? You know that's a, you know that's a real thing. You piece of shit! Look at this piece. It's not of shit. like there's like there's like a new thing. It's like you don't like nurture them out of it. You're just like, this is bad. Do not do this. Supposedly it works. I don't know. I didn't. Try I would it. say by the second time she peed in the toilet, we gave her like a fucking lollipop. You're like, <laughs> you know what? Here's a cat. Here's a dog. Here's right. a rabbit. My my sister did this thing where like her, my nephew, her son was still like pooping in his pants, right? And so they have they like live in the woods and uh, or, like her backyards in the woods and there's a lot of bugs. So she'd like send him out there. He'd be like, why are all the bugs biting me? Because you got poop in your pants. So, like, wow. eventually it fixed it. And then he was like, Why are the bugs still biting me? I'm not pooping my pants anymore. She's like, Well, tough break. It worked. Right, right. It worked. Don't worry about it. Uh, ask me when you're 30. I'll explain it. <laughs> it's tough. You know, it's the kind of thing where Get I'm like, Get this deep. Right. <laughs> you know, at, at what point can you start using logic to explain it to people? Like, you know, my daughter's right. like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, you're going to feel so much better after it's done. Like, I don't know why you're not on the toilet right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's a tough thing, but it's also got to be, you know, with my son, I look at him and he, he'll be six months at the end of this month. So developmentally, like he's not having, he doesn't have memories. Mm-hmm. You know, he definitely smiles when he recognizes, you know, the people and stuff like that. He's actually pretty smiley, but there's just experiences that he's, He's not going to realize when he's breaking out of a pattern. Whereas with my daughter, I'm like, dude, you had it so good. 
Yeah. <laughs> you were able to just, you know, let loose whenever you fucking felt like. And now we're trying to, like, corral you to not do that anymore. Yeah. I almost feel like my wife was like, you know, our lives are going to be so much easier. I was like, how? I'm constantly yeah. worried about it, like, you know, like, ruining, like, a pair of shorts. A when couch. We're out in public. She's going to, like, if she's like, I have to take a piss, I'm like, I, now I got to take you into a bathroom? How is that easier than just standing there? That's also awkward, you know? Yeah. Where I'm, like, at a gas station going into, like, a men's room on my way to Ocean City <laughs> with my daughter. Like, right. All right, honey. Don't look at anything. Don't touch anything. Hover in the air and just She's go. Like, oh, is that, that hair shaped it? like a microphone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we went. We went to the. We went to the zoo. Um, and on our way down there, you know, we got stuck in a little traffic, and she had to go. Yeah. And we went to like just some random Exxon station, and it was a. It was a unisex bathroom. My wife took her in there, and apparently the toilet was overflowing with oh, enhancements. Shit. So she <laughs> she had to go. Brown. So <laughs> my my daughter had to be in the sink <laughs> in an uh, Exxon uh. bathroom. And you don't want her to see that. You know what I mean? Like oh, she things- saw it and she was just like, oh no, you know, yeah. like yeah, oh, that's some shit. Yeah. So literally, it's gonna be at a Nats game. Was literally, years from now, being yeah. in the sink, being like, having a weird memory. Yeah, <laughs> I did this when I, I was feel four. like this is not the first time. My daddy raised me. Uh, oh man. Yeah, actually, we went and uh, all right. Well, I, so let me let me <laughs> okay, throw. Okay, sorry, sorry. No, we can tell no, more of these stories. It's fun. Well, so one of the things that we had was like a potty to go, but it was like a potty trainer to go. It was yeah. like this plastic thing. It was like some James Bond shit where like you push a button, like fucking like leg stands would come out, mm. but you just put a plastic bag in it, you mm-hmm. know, which is not environmentally great. So mm-hmm. it was like, you're mm-hmm. ruining your future, but you're also not pissing all over my car. So right. what's worse? But why don't, why don't they have that for like fucking everyone? <laughs> like adults. Mm. I think so they have pl- those. Uh, <laughs> do they really? Like a, a commode, you mean? No, like how dope would it be if you were like at the club, bag. right? And you're like, I don't. I don't want to stand in that long ass line and go take a piss. Like, Are hey, there any other dog. uses of urine once it's once it leaves us? I mean, like, it's sterile. What is think, it? Is it really sterile though? I don't think it's. Are you sure it's sterile, bro? Yes. This is, is something that, is we can fact myth? check easily, but I'm not going to do. I've, I listened to the Adam Carolla and Doctor Drew podcast. That doesn't heard, sound like a <laughs> reputable source. I've heard Doctor Drew say that urine is sterile. He's not a real doctor, is he? <laughs> that was an accidental AEO, but it was a good one. Oh man! Hold so, on, Chuck. You, you recently got back from a trip, right? Urine is sterile. Sorry, you're looking at get, it. Get is the, confirmed. It's confirmed the, the, that urine is sterile. Urine is sterile because it contains no living organisms, unless the person that produces is unlucky enough to have a urinary tract or bladder infection. Okay, fifty percent chance. Yeah. So, it's fifty percent of the people. Oh, check this out. Oh, here this we go. This less, next sentence is killing me because I'm reading the same thing. Okay, there are less bacteria in urine than in tap water. For example. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know what that's an example of, but mm. all right. But what about other uses? Of urine, urine, yeah, Dis- disinfectant. So I've heard, Pete, like Latin baseball, Latin American baseball players would come up and they would piss on the blisters on their hands, Racism. and all the American players were like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And they're like, "Do it," and it gets rid of blisters. The jellyfish, is that true? You hear about the jellyfish thing? All right, 
I don't know if that's really what I'm making sure. That's when I was in college, they used to say before you get in the shower, like when you're in the dorms, yeah, that you pee all over the floor and then you don't get athlete's foot. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I I don't know. I never got athlete's foot. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of like a Rain Man type of thing, though. Right. Like, was I going to get it anyway? Pissing right. on the floor. Everybody it, else, everybody so else they, in the dorm had athletes, but <laughs> ironically, everyone using the shower to the back left, walking around. Everybody used the back left shower, walking around with the itchy left foot. <laughs> oh man, it's a tough one. But hold on, I want to. We, we haven't talked about steaks with Varrock, right? Oh shit. Yeah, let's talk about. We talk about Peter, Lu- Peter Luger, right? Some, uh... This is the P- Peter Luger oh, crew man. right here. Yeah, that uh, that trip was um, on the next level. Shit, the best yeah. steak I've ever had. Yeah, and I, I don't mean any disrespect, Rock. No, I, I, mean, I agree. You... That was one of the best, probably one of the best meals I've ever had. I tell my my in laws and all that, my family, that we got to go up and get some get some meat. God damn it! I want to. <laughs> you guys, you would go right now, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, I definitely would. Dude, tell me when. I mean, we got to book it like two months in advance, but tell me when. Like that? You got to book it like that? Oh, it, for Friday and Saturday night for sure. You can't. I mean, you could go in. at like. How late is it open? You can get. They'll give you the most asinine times. Also, every time they give you is like strangely specific for a place that always makes you wait at least 20 minutes. Like they'll be like, oh, there's four of you. I can do uh, I can do 650. Like you'll be like, you're like can we do a reservation for seven? They'll be like, I can do six fifty or seven twenty five. Right. They're just fucking with you. I, I think that place is they know they're the shit. Yeah. So they just like don't give a fuck. They just... All right. Well, let me ask you this. It's put, funny. Put crazy Larry on the phone today. <laughs> yeah, get Larry on the phone. I'll go to Trader Joe's, and it, it'll be a ghost town. I'm out in twenty five minutes. Yeah. I go and it's slam packed. I'm out in twenty five minutes. Mm. I wonder. I I bet a place like Peter Luger's, they're just like average table time is X. We'll tack 10 minutes onto that, and that's what we'll start like creating time slots for people to make reservations. Okay. I also think there's something that if your time is uh, specific, you're less likely to be late. Because it assumes, like, if True. you say seven, you're like, oh, I'll just roll up. Eh, it'll be there seven fifteen. No big deal. Right, right. Especially because right. New Yorkers have no respect for time. Which seems so, like, it seems like an area where that would have to happen. I'm just reading that completely wrong. I, I guess would, I would where people would have to be on time. Yeah, because of all the 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 public transportation schedules and things, right? Dude, the first like couple months I was working up here, I would show up at like a nine o'clock meeting, even a ten o'clock meeting. I'd be like, "Yo, am I in the wrong building?" Wow. Right? It'd be like nine fifty-eight. I'm like, no, I come from the Tom Coughlin School of Meeting Attendance. <laughs> Why is nobody here? <laughs> what time would man? people show up? And then it'd be like ten ten, and we'd be rolling. It'd be like gotcha. like clockwork. Everyone show up between you know ten o five and ten o seven. Wow, interesting. How you it's doing? Speaking of speaking, speaking of Tom, Tom Coughlin, right? I forgot that Barack is a Giants fan. That's a very yeah. very important fact. To That's go a buried fact. <laughs> Danny Dimes, Ooh. be on the lookout. Daniel <laughs> Dimebag Jones. Danny Dimes. Oh man, is he good? The highest quarterback writing, rating rating through a preseason. Writing. 
Sorry, I'm, since, I got my I got my Danny Dimes accent on. Since Peyton Manning in the history of the league. So I'd be interested to know who he took that title from. Like, was it a dude that turned out to be dope? Brian Leaf. Was it really? I have no idea. Okay, probably it was. Because obviously, if a guy's lighting up third stringers, he's just ready. Well, that was was that against the Ravens. No, it was through the whole. It was through the whole season. The whole preseason. The whole preseason. He was a twenty-nine of thirty-four with two touchdowns and no picks. Wow. Okay. He's he's showing you something, huh? And you should see the film, Cole, as Gruden would say, "Put it on film." (laughs) I saw a couple highlights. I think when he came in against the Jets, and he was definitely dropping dimes left and right. Yeah. um, NFL talk. What do you think about the Jay Z? Uh, NFL shit is going on right now. Ooh. Now we're who's going to fire the first shot? Now we're talking. Yeah. What do you think? What do I think? I mean, it's about the money. I mean, he's, you know, he's a businessman. So, I don't think it's as a, as a with the Kaepernick thing or like the 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 race. Well, what is his specific title now? He's the advocate for change. I don't know what his title is, but I mean, I, it was definitely planned for, you know, broadening of the, the league and, you know, but I don't, Jay-Z, I don't think he's a, the best rapper in that, but he's a hell of a businessman, like, hence he's a, you know, billionaire or whatever. So I think with him being involved with the league and uh, it, it's, it's, down to money. I mean, that's what it is. It's the way the world is. That's why we have a, you know, what we have in politics right now. So, yeah. He I mean, what is, do you think? What do you think? I'm trying to find the name of it. What is his title? Is he a brand ambassador? He's the. Uh, He's, something to do with social justice. It's a partnership with Rock Nation. But okay. you think? <laughs> you think Kaepernick is uh, ever going to get hired? Or it's I don't been think a while. So. It's been a while now. Two like, years, re- regardless of politics, you got to assume he's washed now. I mean, just uh, dude, how many years has it been since he's been playing in the league? Like, if you're not, if you're not four, seeing right? That, this would be the fourth season. It's been four years. I mean, uh, he says he's still shit. and all that. Like said, conversely, you given Andrew Luck a sniff in four years, right? Like, no way, right? It has nothing to do with the ability at that point. I mean. My body, I still feel my body bad for aged it. like 25 years in four years at one point. I mean, he's going to be... Is is it about the finances for him? Is, wasn't he he's sponsored or whatever by Nike and all that shit anyway? Well, he was clearly clearly blackballed, right? Yeah. For, for well, political reasons. It's not like they, they said it under the guise that he's, he's you know, was not a good what, was not a good player, but he was clearly blackballed for yeah, making a political statement. Here's what I've always said about it: was that if people, if the owner of a team was like, "This guy is the difference between us winning a Super Bowl and you know just being an also ran," maybe I'd consider it. But all the teams that were in a position to pick him up, it was the owners the way that, they, and I'm not saying that this is right, but the way that the owners were operating, in my opinion, was. Look, it's not fucking worth it to have to deal with all this shit. Yeah. And he's like a marginal player at best. And I'm not saying he was bad. 
I mean, you could make a case statistically that he was very good, but he wasn't going to be the difference between like an eight and eight and like a 13 and three team. Now, right. That's, you know, morally, politically, that's not necessarily the correct thing. I think that had more to do with it than him being blackballed. Fucking Adrian Peterson beat his son till his testicles bled. Right. The fucking yeah. following year admitted that, it, you know, let it slip in an interview that he was doing it again. Right. You know, so, I'll, I'll only say one thing is that the fans never were mad when people picked up Peterson, whereas the Ravens like put out a vote to the fans and were like, how would you hypothetically react if we signed Kaepernick? And a bunch yeah. of uppity people from Glen Burnie were like, oh, hell no. Right. So they yeah. were like, all right, we're not even going to think of it. So what that to to agree with you, Zs, I would say that's not a blackballing. That's just appeasing the fans the same way that the Redskins wouldn't have touched Adrian Peterson if they thought that fifty thousand people were going to be mad they signed him. The second my man ran for five on a second and four, right. it was yeah. all good. Go, Cage. <laughs> Get him. APs, all the fame. <laughs> I mean, I think even sports, what uh, the. With the NBA too, with, with Sterling, yeah, I don't know if you heard that thirty for thirty, and uh, how much of a racist and all that he was, and I think the the upper management of, of sports is predominantly white, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's no, you know, black or whatever a race of owners. I don't think is there in the league or any. So league? that's sort of that's. Uh, in terms of owners, I, what I don't know that there's a, a black owner. I know that the guy who owns the Jaguars is. I'm going to play myself. I know he's not an old white dude. Mm, okay. I want to say he's Pakistani, maybe. Okay. Um, I hope I'm not wrong on that. But so the question is: In 25 years, if there were 20 out of 32 teams, 15 to 16 of them were owned by black men or women. Just, you know, black African-Americans, would there still be the need for social justice? In other words, does the elevation of members of a population to those kind of positions trickle down or have an effect on the rest of the population? Mm. He is Pakistani, by the way. Is he Pakistani? Good. Well, that's I I think that's kind of the case that people like Jay-Z are ultimately making where it's like, look, I, I mean, you know, as adults, we all know this much better now than we did as kids. You can be as idealistic as you want. Shit costs money, and you better yeah. fucking have it. And if you don't have it, like, you're not <clears> – <throat> all the ideas in the world are not going to really get implemented. Mm. So, you know, if people want progressive social change and, and they, they're not happy with the way that Jay-Z is going about doing it, I don't know whether or not it's – I'm assuming it's legit. But, like, the idea that, like, he's just going to go to Roger Goodell and be like, look, motherfucker, like, that's not how that shit works. Nah. He's got enough money to get at the table – but he's still got to know what industry in which he's operating. And for him, like, he's not going to go to the owners and be like, here's what you're going to fucking do with black people. Like, it, it might be 10, 20 years until there's the kind of effect and the, the depth of change that people want to see. <clears throat> but to think it's just going to happen right away or that you're going to get everything you want from people who could give a fuck about you, <laughs> you know, clearly, right. that's insane. It seems like... I don't know. Jade just makes smart decisions, and I'm kind of like blindly just thinking, like, well, if he's doing it, it's probably a smart thing to do. <laughs> you know? I mean, listen, you know, he's like one of those. I, he's one of those guys. Like, oh. Maybe we find out that he's Donald Trump in a few years, right? 
This guy's got a brand. Well, or well, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, the, the thing with me was like, <laughs> it depends. Again, the political realm and the commercial realm are very different. Like Nike, I think if they ran some, did some kind of research, and they're like, we'll make more money if we keep the Betsy Ross flag on these shoes. Mm. That's what they would have done. Sure. I mean, I, now, I think it's becoming it, intertwined now. We got yeah. a President Trump right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's very true. But you have, but you have a President Trump for for a lot of reasons. But I would say the main one was he filled a vacuum created by a bunch of people, the same people that are yelling at Jay Z for not doing it the way they want it done. Those same that same mentality of controlling language and manipulating. Everything that they disagree with is the being like this ad hominem attack. Those same people created the vacuum. And the people that voted for Trump, you know, I'm sure that there's a majority of them that are racist or whatever. Yeah, but I think a lot of them the voted for him because they're like, look, because I don't agree with you on economics, it doesn't mean I'm a fucking racist. So I'm going to vote for the conservative person. If he happens to be a fucking racist, you people have just made it so fucking impossible to get anything done the way I want it done in this country. That's who I'm fucking voting for. Mm. So, you know, you're going to keep getting to that point if, like, someone like Jay-Z isn't able to get in there and make incremental change. It doesn't go in there acting like a fucking crazy Kanye West asshole because it's not going to work. God damn it. Preach. I do think, to Steve's point, where, where Jay could be, end up being, like, a little Trumpian is that no matter how this plays out, he's four bars from, like, six months after his yep. relationship with the NFL – from looking like he was a genius. Of course. Because yeah. all he has to do is be like, yeah, NFL did this. I went in and did that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. And you're just it. like, yeah, Jay. Like, and I mean, he does it all the time. Yeah. Like, he's got like anything that happens in his life, you know, eight months later, there's a slick little couplet about it. And I mean, he's the, he's the man for that. That's why he, he is one of the, you know, the best to ever do it. Uh, I would not be surprised. No matter how this ends, it's going to be a hot, Start to a second. There will verse. be there will be a line about this for sure. <laughs> Yo, I was like Goodell, pass the shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> pass the shrimp. <laughs> oh man. man! All right. Yeah. So, talking about shrimp. Talking about shrimp. Can't eat it. Won't eat it. Oh, you know what? I've been saying can't for stop, years. Can't stop. Won't stop. But the reason I'm allergic to it is it's got the highest concentration of iodine. Mm. Total bullshit. No iodine <laughs> at all. Wrong. Not whatsoever. It's completely yeah. sterile. No. <laughs> <laughs> I went to an allergist and he was like, "Piss in your mouth." I was like, "Will that help with the shrimp?" He's like, "No." No, it's it's got a so different shellfish have different proteins, and I can't I can't handle that protein, kid. Is that what it is? Yeah, because I love I, I love the other shellfish. I mean, like crab. crab. I, had, yeah. I had a crab cake and a crab feast in my 72 hours in Maryland over the weekend. That's so funny. I, had, I was going to say, I went back to back. I went crab to crab. I had crab cakes one night and the next night picking crabs. Mm. I forgot it. how fun it is to pick crabs. I think I'm God, picking crabs. Awesome. I'm yeah. over it. Well, I will say this: it had been it had been years, and it really is. It's a lot of fun like riding a bike. Your boy is still nice. With Are you it. nice yeah, at yeah. it? Maybe. I'm oh, I was it. nice with it. I mean, I might have eaten a tiny shell fragment here or there. I was worried that I might have been <laughs> slicing and dicing my insides up. But aside from that, <laughs> I was good. <laughs> big chunks. The day after the crabs chunks. is always tough. 
there's something so uh so satisfying on like a neanderthal level of like cracking the leg off and it's just this huge piece of flesh oh yeah do you That's go I, do. I, I know you're a stone crab guy or snow crab it would be snow crab so i had a homie who one year we went out with a bunch of people and we outlasted everybody in our party we were at this one place for like six hours it was insane and we got back and we're both like we got back to the crib and we're both like i want to fucking die right now so the next year he said why don't we just get the the crab legs and i was like that's like fucking cheating it was a genius move it was great yeah so we did that for like four or five years you know listen if you put fucking you know crabs in front of me and if the full shit i'm not i'm not saying no but the what's fun about those is you can crack the legs right at a certain spot where right. you're just pulling out little fucking meat. Yeah, I think we're all hungry now. Crab steaks. Yeah, had a Korean barbecue. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They Ooh, have crab meat at Korean yeah. barbecue. No, I was just talking about food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why you about to cook? I'll be right over. Yo, check this out. Why ding so- dong cold policy? <laughs> <laughs> you got crab cakes. Has anybody ever made a crab steak? No, it's like a, a, a not New York strip. What's How would you make a one? crab steak? So instead, it'd be like a steak bomb. I'm sorry, a crab bomb. But what's the not the port? Obviously not a porterhouse. The little fillet, like a fillet sized crab, but not cake. It's just crab. What are you crabbing about? What, you what do you mean? <laughs> so we're I, all I trying to see. We're all trying to figure out that. where you're going. I just it? my fatness has reached a new level. Like this I'm is it. You're like envisioning crab. new foods. You're envisioning a huge, a huge crab. Yeah. You what desert it? were you walking through when you saw the crab steak <laughs> mirage? Crab steak. <laughs> crab steak. Oh, I was thinking about uh, <laughs> beef Wellington. We put like the crab meat inside there and wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. Three mushrooms in there inside. I'm gonna try that. Oh boy. Cam one actually just sent me something about beef Wellington. He's like, "You ever made this?" I was like, "Yeah." So I'll add some crab in there. How let me look up how long it would take for me to get to Steve. Steve, do you have do you have crab and beef Wellington at your house? I think we can make something up. Okay. By the way, this is a random memory, but do you remember in DC slang mm. when people used to say this is like in the nineties when someone was lying, they'd be like, Oh, you wellin'. Right. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> You you beef Wellington right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where did that come swelling? from? I don't know. DC has some of the best slang. I still to this day. If once I've had like two drinks, I'll be like, yo, let me get that junk. <laughs> People look at me up here like I'm crazy. I'm like, let, let me get that junk. I'm going to go bust a jack. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right, fellas. It's 11.13 on a Wednesday night. Is that oh, you going to end, end that junk? You going to end that junk? <laughs> I feel like Brock's got to gotta go to work. Well, Where did we land crabs. on the crab steak? All right. We're gonna make crab stick like the stuff that goes in the California rolls. I I can keep Uh, going with food. I like crab mirage. I don't want fake crab. I don't want cream cheese in the sushi. Anybody who's down with that, that's fucking whack. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm with you on the fake crab. I've had some good. uh, Uh, What is that? Is that a Philadelphia roll with the salmon and the cream cheese? Throw a little little old bay on there. You got a. You got yourself a stew, buddy. Listen, (laughs) a Chesapeake (laughs) roll. When you oh, go to man. sushi, it's like, how much did these cuts of like this delicious fresh fish cost? At maybe like seventy dollars. Oh, and then we got a ninety-nine cent fucking packet of cream cheese yeah. that we just threw haphazardly. Well, in people put, Get the fuck out put of here. people put mayonnaise all over their sushi, so oh. I don't know when that happened, but 
I'm not Listen, a huge proponent of the mayonnaise on the sushi. Cream cheese has its place. Mayonnaise has its place. But when you're going to get sushi, all you need is the seaweed, the fucking fish, and the rice. I'm with you on that. What, what's like in that. the spicy tuna, though? That's got a little yeah. mayo, a little oh, hot sauce. That's got a lot of mayo. Disgusting. Spicy tuna is a lot of mayo. a lot of Japanese mayo. Where are we at Different. with the poke? You, all up, you like poke? Oh, poke. Okay. 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 Poke. <laughs> I'm in. No, I, I love it. <laughs> Food porn. Oh, man. We went on our honeymoon. We were in San Diego. Mm. I had a poke bowl every day for like seven days. <laughs> Did you really? What so what bowl? Good. What's your bowl, Steez? What do you Steez? mean? Like, what's your go-to bowl? So they had a tuna tuna poke bowl. It was just like drizzled <laughs> in sesame oil. Oh, somebody's but, mic cut out. That was me. Did, I was farting. Okay. <laughs> Did you really just cut uh, it out for a second? Abs- absolutely. It seemed like uh, a quick one. Yeah, I had too many crab steaks earlier. <laughs> I'm going to keep fucking bringing it up until it happens. Steaks is hot. Crab steaks? It's the fucking ribeye-sized slab of crab. It's like a, How big would the crab have to be? Pretty fucking big. It put up a hell of a fight. So if a crab was in De La Soul and it made a rap album, what would the album be called? Ooh, hold on. Let me think about this one. They're bottom feeders. <laughs> So there's a theory about crab and Amelia Steaks Earhart. is low. <laughs> steaks is low. <laughs> steaks is low. Crab steaks is low. There's, there's, there's a theory. Yeah, there's these giant crabs, right? So Amelia Earhart, like she, she, you know who she is, the, the pilot. She got, she got lost. There's a theory Ooh. that she crash landed on this island. And they have these giant crabs, and they, I like this theory. They, they think that uh, she died, and like the crabs like the, ate her and buried her, her body. body. Yeah. yeah, and like. But these crabs are like humongous. It's like, who came up with this bullshit? This is a great theory. I actually really like this theory. Some scientists, Amelia Earhart (laughs) crab theory. It's got to be. Where where are the? Where did she die? I don't remember. The Bermuda Triangle, right? Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. yeah. So it was. uh, Just made that up. Coconut uh, crabs. Oh, those are some big ass crabs. Yeah, big ass crabs. I'm on crabs. I mean, could you know if she was already dead? Crab you know, theory. Here we go. I love this. I'm yeah. down with it. I just learned crabs. something new. I feel like we need to learn how. Was to the lost pilot eaten by giant coconut crabs? <laughs> <laughs> that is a big it, crab. It's a big ass crab, right? Yeah, that's a big crab. People are gonna be looking up that crab. Does does it have some hair in its teeth? Right. Can you get down with the Japanese spider crab? Holy Christ. This thing some, is fucking huge and scary. Get that Does it make steak. you want to eat it or no? No, fuck no. Right? Like, okay, tell me what it's called. Makes Japanese. me worried I'm going to get eaten. Japanese spider crab. Okay. What size of crab would be too big? Because I kind of like, it is one of those oh, moments. Oh, no, that's it. so frightening. Look at that shit. That is the thing that's of nightmares. Insane. That is the thing of nightmares. Here's your crab steak right there. <laughs> Are crab you was... fucking kidding me? That looks like an alien. Yeah. I mean, its legs are insane. Holy shit. I do not want to eat that thing. I want to run and hide under my bed. <laughs> that looks like Stranger Things and Monster. Yeah. Oh wow. Shit. Now we're all on this. I mean, it's when, this, when this you see ma- when you see it in relation to like this guy's in a bathtub with it. For Christ's sakes. Fuck that. Huh? Yeah. It's a big ass crab. That crab is like the like a baby. Oh, well, you can only God. move sideways, right? So you can stand right, right, right. <laughs> you just stand right uh, far, far enough that it can't reach you. Just kind of. Kind of fucking with it, like shadow boxing with it. God damn, this Listen, thing is frightening. If you're a north south runner, then you got you got a fighting chance. The fucking, you know, the ocean is definitely that's 
That's that's where the aliens live, you know? That's where Gary we all came Clay. from. And we're out there trying to eat everything. Literally, that's where the aliens are. <laughs> Have you ever heard the theory that octopus, there's something that's so unique. They're like DNA yeah. is not from, and so they're from outer space. It's been debunked, but. Mm-hmm. Still, an int- still a fun theory. That's what they want you to believe. <sighs> What if right, octopi I gotta really stop fucking this. I'm gonna have bad dreams tonight. <laughs> yeah, right? What if octopuses really ran the world? Could be. Like hey, when's the last time you ate some octopus, by the way? Uh definitely this calendar year at sushi. You, oh, oh that's right. Yeah, I fucking love it. Mm. I feel terrible now that I'm thinking about when I had it. Yeah. So <clears throat> my wife's birthday was in July. We both love sushi. We went to a new a new sushi place that opened up. I think baby octopus was one of the things. Uh, you um, ate a child octopus. Man, it was good. But, you know, I, it's funny because when we had Soul on, shouts funny. to Soul. Vegan. He's one, he's one of those dudes that's very, like, mm-hmm. you know, one with the earth. And he said something, like, I can't remember what it was, but. Meat is murder. No, he was like he he like stepped on an ant or something like that. That wasn't uh, ironically with the anacom, but it wasn't exactly that. But he was like, "Sorry," like, <laughs> he was like, "Sorry, I'm I'm the bigger species. Like I win." Mm-hmm. And I remember when he thought I was like, you know, it's it's that's a very pragmatic way of looking at it, right. you know, to justify eating this pig fat. You know, we're at the top of the food chain <laughs> for now. Till yeah. those fucking spider crabs get yeah, up the out. Spider the crabs ocean. could take <laughs> over oh, easily. What if we got attacked by spider crabs? And that's, you know, really the only reason it hasn't happened is the spider crabs and the octopi have been at war for millennia, but now they're going to join forces and fuck us all up. It's like the Lannisters in the right. Dorthraki. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, man. All right. Good night, motherfuckers. <laughs> Good Barack, talking to thank you so much for yeah, joining us. Yeah, Barack, Thanks long overdue. We've me. waited this whole episode. We forgot to say sorry to uh, Shawnee Cameras. We had a failed episode. Um, he was the original 160, but we're going to get him back on for 161. Yeah, piece of Shawnee Cameras. Piece yeah, of Shawnee going Cameras. down next week. Seezy, glad to have you back for at least a, a glimpse. Yeah. All right, catch a glimpse. Catch a glimpse. Catch so a glimpse. Can we, is, this an, is this an official retirement episode, or is this a teaser episode? So when we talked about it via text, yeah, uh, it felt different. As I, I, no, I mean, I've get as I said then. I just I feel like oh, I owe, I owe the audience member. Mm. I won't say members, but I owe the audience <laughs> member. I've given it a lot of thought. Mm. I just don't have the time or energy now. While our son is still sort of all over the place sleeping wise, mm. um, <laughs> I'd be surprised if I feel differently anytime soon. Well, thanks for getting on, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, talking, absolutely. Up. I mean, I assume you guys are going to continue to do it. We will push on. So it's funny because I was thinking, you know, what would be dope is whenever I have an album out, I'll definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll, all of a sudden, I have free time. Oh man! I told you too. You don't have to be all the way in or all the way out. If you're like, yeah, I'll come on once every couple months, I'd be it's like, it's kind of how I got in this mess, Chuck. Doors always <laughs> up. Well, yeah, you are kind of all the way in, all the way out type of guy. <laughs> it's the hokey pokey theory. <laughs> I was making a reference to having a second child, but <laughs> okay. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, I love doing it. I love you guys. I want to help. I want to support. Yeah, I, I just don't want to have to do anything. It's, <laughs> Chuck, I, 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 I'd be so interested if, if and when you have children. Like, 
it's not there's never anything there's never any one thing that you have to do that's like herculean mm-hmm. but it's like 24 7 demands constant oh by the way i'm like like hypocrisy is all relevant to time and space i could immediately be like i don't know how you guys did this i'm out peace <laughs> Yeah, right. right. <laughs> He'd be like, "Yeah, that's not what you were saying back then." I'd be like, "Really? Pull the tape. I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. All right, fellas. Good shit. Definitely. Good Chrome Bills. One sixty. One sixty. A uh, little shout out. To yeah, let's give, give some shout outs. Yeah, I got a. We got it. Uh, shout out crab steak. <laughs> people still on. We got a couple jams coming up. Um, working on some bigger jams, but uh, Rags and uh, J1 is going to be showcasing our next jam October 6th. Um, and then I got my Lincoln Park uh, experience band on the 7th at the Pure Cafe in September. And then the 13th in Velvet Lounge. And I got a residency over at Matchbox and Bar Louie. Sick. So I'm all over D.C. And I got my day job, so I'm all over the place. And other guys. Come see yeah. me at my day job. Yeah, come see me at my day job. <laughs> We'll get some crab sticks. <laughs> yeah, man. So, episode, what is this? 160. 160. Peace. <laughs> Peace. 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 Are we going to listen to the playback?